Hey, welcome to Grandma's Basement. That's Mr. Mass down the bottom. Uh, Mr. Tyrone and hanging out tonight with us is Andy Johnson and Mason Harris. And we <laughs> are going to be talking Cleveland Browns football, or at least try to. Uh, we'll get started right out of the gate. My first question is to you two. The Browns are five and three going into the bye week. Did you think that that's what there would be? Andy, you want to go? Yeah, I can go with that. No, I think I don't know if that's where I thought they'd be. I think uh, I think I'm 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 happy to be five and three, especially with kind of how that five and three looked uh, throughout it. And so, yeah, I, I think. You have a, a pretty approachable schedule after the bye week. Um, I think I counted maybe 11 teams in the NFL that have a better record than that. And uh, you go out and you play and you, you see what happens. Mason? Yeah, I would say after reviewing, you know, and thinking on it, man, I, I underlined – I underlined yes, you know, a resounding yes, you know, but at the same time, no, you know, I, I thought we would, it's just rough, you know, with, uh, with new coach, no off season, you know, the, the outcomes were so, you know, wide with where, you know, we, we, we could go, you know, I, I thought we would be better. I, I wanted to hope, you know, and so, you know, looking at who we did, who we beat, and who we lost to, I would say, yeah, yeah, I expected to be here, one hundred percent. We had the talent; it was all we had. The talent was there. Okay, so with you guys saying that, I watched the full Browns game last Sunday versus Raiders. That's the first full Browns game I think I've watched in about five or six years, and it. To me, it felt like they were just there to play Sunday against the Raiders, that they never thought that they would actually win that game. It looked yeah. like they were there to participate. Sure. I, I mean, I think you can unpack the five and three what record a lot of different ways. I mean, there are a lot of concerns uh, when you look around that team. Their, their defense is, is – is very not very good at all. You have concerns there in the defensive center. I mean, you had an opportunity on Sunday uh, with 35 mile an hour wins to to play an offense that leaves themselves pretty one dimensional just by the elements. And when they run it down your throat, and Jacobs steps on the chest of your defensive interior, that's that's deflating. And so. I think it was a little more deflating to see that they weren't active at the trade deadline. Um, I think you could have been and sure, you know, help yourself try to shear up some of those problems defensively that you have. Yeah, you had some good, po you had some really good points there, Andy. You had some really good points. I, I would re reiterate the same, you know, I, I mean, they're trying to. I I can see I can see a side of this. You're you're five and two heading into the bye week. It's cold. It's windy. To your point, Tyrone, 
they maybe they did pack it in wanting to get to this bye week a little bit, and that's disappointing um, from a culture perspective. Uh, you, you want to see the the team rally and, and head into the bye week six and two. Um, I uh, maybe that's the Stefanski thing. I think I've been. I think our offensive of scheme is buttoned up for the first time in a long time. Excited to see what Stefanski's done there. I think he's proven in eight weeks that he he's an NFL coach. I, I do believe that. I think he mismanaged a couple of things in that Raiders game, but that was really the first time that I scratched my head at what he was trying to do offensively. Um, and so I, I'm excited about Stefanski from that perspective. If you're hiring a head coach in the NFL um, to build culture, I think you're hiring for the wrong reasons. I mean, you're paying these guys millions of dollars uh, you're around Heisman Trophy winners, and, and you know, I, I see there being still a lot of excitement in that roster, and I'm excited to have, I think, a, a head coach and a, and a scheme behind us that can put us in positions to win games. We just got to catch balls on second and third down. You know, Najoku asking to be – wants to be traded, but he's not catching the ball on third down. Like, what? I mean, you got to catch the football to, to, to be of value anywhere in the league. So, players got to make plays. I, I think I'm excited about the coaching staff that we have in place. I, I don't want to be too high or too low on, on Baker. And, and are we keeping him? Are we not keeping him? I think you got to take it a week at a time and, and continue to play. We've had, uh, I mean, from going from Hugh Jackson to uh, Freddie Kitchens to now Stefanski, there's obviously there's a huge upgrade from in that factor, and that's what's exciting about the season so far. We got, um, we actually have an adult who's 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 coaching them, and so I think that we have that portion done. Just that the season has been so up and down, where like you were saying, there's so such huge weaknesses on the defense that I mean, if we were able to pick up a, a functioning linebacker or a functioning safety. I mean, our team looks 100 times different. Right now we have a defensive end and a cornerback. Everybody else is replacement level at best. So, like you, like you were saying, five and three is awesome. But our, the way that we got to five and three is, is so strange, so different. We're super high highs, super low lows, and we haven't really really beaten anybody. But, I mean, you play the teams that you play, right? So, it's, at least we have the coach in place, and, and we do have talent on the team, which is different than years past, that's for sure. Do you think that do you think that the margin between the elites in the NFLs, the uh, Seattle Seahawks, the uh, you know the, the guys that are the Pittsburgh Steelers, the Baltimore Ravens? I thought we beat a pretty good team in the Indianapolis Colts. Oh yeah, I guess but, the, but then but then you go into the the uh, Steelers game and. And is there that big of a gap between the two, or is it is it inconsistencies at quarterback and Sendejo at safety? Who is? I mean, gosh, he's a he might be a, a second, yeah, a backup player. For, I mean, it's bad. So, like, I, I don't know. I don't know. Well, I think that the it seems like when we watch uh, the Browns game, I mean, it seems like the um, Steelers and the Ravens have a specific game plan against Baker, and he just cannot. They keep him in the pocket. They blitz him like crazy and take away his first read. And it seems like he can't adjust to that. When he plays the Bengals or the, even the Colts, for that matter, um, they weren't getting any pressure on him. And so he could go through his reads. And when he does that, he can be really good. 
It's just when he has to make quick decisions, he seems like he struggles, especially if he's in the pocket because he's just so small. See, and that, and that's where I would say I'm I'm probably a bit more bullish on our quarterback. Like to come out of that game, you know, I I fully expected to beat the Raiders. You know that we're at home. You know, you, you know, I understand the conditions and all this, and you know, the Raiders are a good team collectively. They got a good squad, but so do we, man. You know, and. It's, <laughs> To have Baker play like he does, sub-spec, you know, like he's a he's a number one pick, you know. I I get that, I get that he's you know he's on his uh, what his third scheme, his fourth head coach, I believe. I I understand all that, and I don't want to kick him off that, you know, kick him off, write him off, and put him on the long list of quarterbacks that you know you've all seen. Um, I'm not nearly not there yet. But I would say I wrote down something when it came to the culture in that game. And I do believe Stefanski is changing his culture for the good. Like, you could see that. Like, if you would have gave Freddie Kitchens another year under this, you know, I, I don't think we would be five and I, – I mean, do you guys think we would be five and three? No. There's, uh, there's no way. There's no there's, way. So, I just I, – I, my underlining thing for culture in this, I just – I need to see Baker lift his team up and win versus good teams. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but we've we've seen enough of Baker that see his inconsistencies and he's short. We know this. It, I mean, he came out of college with his accuracy, man. He's known for his accuracy. He's known for reading the defense. Well, other than his rookie year, and that's pretty much the best we've seen, and it's been going downhill. I mean, you know, ever honestly let's think about it you know I'm I agree and I agree with you I from a culture perspective in the NFL more guys take their cues off of player leadership they're not taking their their cues culturally and and the the raw raw type of effort plays that need to happen to win I don't think they're taking those cues all the time from coaching I think they're getting that from you know the leaders on the field and the confidence like Tom Brady, when you got 12 on the field, those guys around him just know they got a chance to win. And, and that's what you have to instill when, when you want to be considered a franchise quarterback. Those guys in that huddle just need to know, you know, Russell Wilson, you get the ball in the fourth quarter, two minutes to go with the drive. You think any of those guys in that huddle question whether or not they're going to they're gonna go win the football game? No. And, and that's what you have to develop. But you, 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 it, you know, success breeds success, and you have to have opportunities in those situations. If they don't drop those five footballs, I think we feel a lot different about that football game and Baker's performance in that football game. If that play wasn't overturned in the end zone, you know that was a that was a that was a touchdown catch. And so that play that play gets capitalized on. I think you know, we're six and two sitting here, and you know obviously we have those gaps in our defense, but. Um, you know, that, that's going to be our Achilles heel in the second half of the season. And we didn't do anything to change it. We're going we're gonna to run despite – I don't know from the injury perspective is Greedy Williams coming back or any of those guys, but we're going to have to march out the same guys onto that field and the outcome is not going to be any different. So we're going to have to score points to win. Oh, 
What's your next question, Ty? We already kind of talked about it. Uh, my question was, do you think Baker Mayfield can become a franchise quarterback? My answer is absolutely not. But it seems like you guys are more – you guys have more confidence in him than I do. Um, but uh, let, let me let me hear what you guys say. I mean, I've already said my, my piece on him uh, a couple I, times, but go I, ahead. You know, from, from from the day we draft him, I've been I've been a Baker hater. I, I thought there's I thought there's better stuff there. Um, the 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 quarterback over at Sam Darnold. I really liked I really liked Sam Darnold. He's not proven to be uh, fully vetted yet, but no, I, I don't think I don't think we're we're married to him, and I, I don't think that. The nice thing about our situation is, is Stefanski didn't spend a first-round pick on Baker Mayfield and the regime that's there now. So I don't know that they'll be tied to him past this year. I just think we're at game, you know, we're we're halfway through the season, and he's he's been really good at times. He's been really bad at times. He's shown more. Uh, intention and staying in the pocket and it hasn't been very accurate when he does that and that concerns me and so no I I don't ultimately think he's going to be the franchise quarterback but we you know we finish the end of the season and get five more wins under our belt I don't think he's going anywhere do you think they re-sign him I think he's one of those guys that's just good enough that you can't get you can't cut ties with him you can't and that's the scariest part about all of this. He's not, he's not, he's not bad enough to move on from, but he's not, he's not good enough to, to get us where we want to go. It's my biggest fear. He's the next Kirk Cousins. <laughs> yeah. Great. yeah. Dude, I, I mean, just, I mean, I, you, you, you spend a first round draft pick in the QB ratings. He's, he's fourth in his division. He's the fourth best quarterback in his division. Is that a first round draft pick? Yeah. Probably not. Yeah. See, I, I I would go the route of I, like I said, I'm I'm bullish on him, man. I I I I'm, I'm I agree with you, Andy. Like I going back three years, four years ago, I wanted Saquon number one, and then yeah. the and then the best that's here neither that's here or there now. So we got Baker, but I wanted Saquon and whoever to fall for us, Darnold, because we know the Giants were high on Mayfield. So who knows? You know that was a given that year. You know, but who knows what would have happened? Either way, I know. No, but guys, I, we're five. I, we're five and three, and, yeah. and it feels good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I I've never felt this before. I mean, shoot, this is this is a, a great feeling, you know, to be a Browns fan right now, but a terrible feeling at the same time because we had a collection of great offensive talent and yet it didn't work like and I don't think we can blame play calling man because the play calling is as good as it's ever been in a while here in a, in a while and there were some games here like Pittsburgh game that was bad that was bad play calling like he he was he was running on first and second down and running on fourth down when we just couldn't do nothing. Like, where where's the screen gains on fourth down and something to get Pittsburgh more? You know, I never expected to beat Pittsburgh. Honestly, never expected to beat Pittsburgh. Beat Baltimore at the beginning of the year. But I never expected to get beat down like we did. And I predicate that on our number one overall draft pick, Baker Mayfield, quarterback, 
step up. You need to at least compete in these big games. And we have not seen it. So, no. He, I, until he shows me that he can do that, he will not be a quarter, a franchise quarterback in my eyes. No. Do you guys so think Stefanski? Do you think Stefanski actually trusts him too? Because every time, like, if you think about the, the Dallas game, right? He called a crazy reverse when they were they needed the uh, needed to like steal a game. He trusted Odell Beckham to do that reverse instead of having the ball in Baker Mayfield's hands. Seems to think over and over he's trying to take the ball out of Mayfield's hands as much as possible. Do you think Stefanski trusts him, or do you think that he's trying just to get through the season to find somebody else? Actions speak louder than words, right? Like, <laughs> I, I, I mean, it's it's one of those it's one of those things. But I mean, you you consider that play calling, but then you go into the Bengals game, and uh, you know he Stefanski called called plays vertically that stretched that defense. The touchdown to Peoples Jones, um, I think, is I mean that was a fantastic ball by Baker. Yeah, and, that was great. And, that was crazy. That was so good. And, and so I, I think I think there are times, and, and it goes, I think, a little bit with the ebb and flow of the football game. You come out versus the Steelers, and Baker throws, a, a, I think it was a pick six to Mika Fitzpatrick. And, you know, it as a play caller, that turns upside down everything that you wanted to implement and what you're showing that defense as that game unfolds. And so – you know, I, I think there's ebbs and flows to that football game. I think Baker, uh, that Steelers game was the bigger, biggest game Baker's ever played in as, as a professional. We were, we had one loss. They were undefeated. You know, it's, it's Steelers, it's Browns, and you lay an egg like that. That's, that's that hole we were talking about earlier of getting into the huddle when it's crunch time and your dude's having confidence that we're just going to make plays and figure out a way to do it. And, you got it. We need it. We need, we need to pick off one of those two, you know, you got to get the Steelers. You got to get the Ravens. One of those games you need in the back half of the season. Okay. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Anything else, Ty? I don't have any more questions about Browns. All right. You're going to go to the cookie jar. You don't have any Browns questions. I mean, I, I'm, I'm worried that we're going to run out of time. Okay. Let's go to the cookie jar then. All right, my question oh. for Mason. I have one question for Mason here. Okay. Um, I'm, did your tattoo hurt, and how long have you been growing out your beard? Uh, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it, uh, there's specific um, points that you want to try to avoid, but if you, 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 you want to make it look good, so you, you can't avoid it. You know, armpit, whew, that one hurt. Uh, so it's actually it's in your armpit, like it's yeah, in your armpit. It's really close. It's really oh close. my goodness! Yeah, I, so, that would really hurt. So, so anywhere that's automatically, um, I, uh, you know, fairly that it hurts you on the skin, it's gonna hurt. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> it hurts. Um, the bone anywhere. Yeah, yeah. It it took a while. Two sessions. Um, what was the second part? Oh, how long have you been growing your beard? Um, that's been, oh man, I haven't shaved in so long. I never shave, honestly. I just buzz it out. So I'm gonna say like probably four or five months, something like that. I haven't nice. cut anything, trimmed it. So I'm working towards it. 
I can't grow a beard, so I, I mean, I always ask people that question. So <laughs> I've, I've I've never seen myself with a long beard, so I'm gonna try it out and see what it happens. See what happens. It's a red beard. Yeah, <laughs> it's a red beard. Yeah, you are correct. It is a red beard. I'll just bring it up since you were talking about it earlier, Andy. We need to give us the history of that picture in the background. Anybody, anybody want to venture a guess <laughs> at, you know, what county courthouse this here is behind me? I have no idea. Philadelphia. No, that there's Sumner County Courthouse here in Gallatin, Tennessee. It's built in 1839, and uh, it was expanded. They expanded this part out in 1867. So, yes, yeah, uh, it was one time Capitol Courthouse of Tennessee, and so you can you can fact check me there, and, and then state capital moved to Nashville, but. Uh, so yeah, no, it's a uh, beautiful painting here in uh, my Hampton Inn and suite out here doing God's work for EPAC manufacturing. <laughs> right on, buddy. What, uh, Andy, what is your, do you have any hobbies um, that you do besides, uh, besides work and watch the Browns? Uh, hobbies, yeah, I like to, I like to golf uh, a lot. I, uh, I enjoy um, I have a lot of family close and we're, we're big into livestock and, uh, and 4-H and FFA, things of that nature. Got a, a little two-year-old boy that, uh, that puts kind of a lot of the hobbies to, to the, sure. the side here and there. And so a lot of my hobbies include playing, uh, you know, playing tractors in our living room and managing our, you know, little a thousand foot or thousand square foot farm uh there in the house so yeah it's harvest season for my little boy renly too you know gotta get out gotta get all crops in mason what do you do you have any hobbies oh man just i ride my motorcycle man i got to get out today a lot this week probably the last of it you know i would say i don't not too many hobbies i'm a big gamer i like to game Oh, no, what happened? You muted Maybe. yourself. There you go. What, yeah. what games do you play? Oh, man. Anything and everything, man. I like the looter shooters, the sports games, man, Madden. I'm not not big on this Madden. Madden 21, I don't recommend it. 2K is <laughs> Don't recommend Madden 21. If you're listening to me, don't buy it. I wasted my money. You'll, you'll waste your money too, probably. I just pray for the day they bring NCAA college football back. That's oh, all I can yeah. For sure. You know, so anything anything that sparks my mind, man, I, there, you know, if it's if it's cool, I'll, I'll at least attempt it once. Nice. Yeah. Those well, are my questions, Seth. I was going to say, where's your go-to place to get pizza? But where's the best place you've ever had pizza? It can be anywhere. Best place I've ever had pizza. There's a place. Uh, there's a place in uh, Bexley, out just outside of downtown Columbus, called Planks Pizza. You ever go through? You got guys stop and get a Planks pizza, but they don't have Parmesan shakers, 
sitting on the table. You got to ask for that, but they have sugar shakers on the table. You're supposed to drizzle your pizza with sugar, like your salt and the, you know, like your salt and anything else. It's delicious. Go check it out. Okay. Mason? Pizza, huh? Oh, yep. man. I'm going to be a homer. I'm going to be a homer. Come to Worcester, Ohio. There's a place called Coachy House Pizza. It's pretty It's pretty good. It's pretty good. It's a bit garlicky, but you can ask to be you know, a little less on the garlic, and it's pretty – it's it's almost to die for. You can't get anything, you know, else like it around. Uh, my favorite pizza is Venturi in Goshen, Indiana. That place is incredible. Um, that's that's my go-to. Or I guess when I when I have a chance to get back on, into that area, that's where we go. Ty, what's your favorite place? I couldn't tell you. What? What? Oh, come on now, you can't skip out on this. <laughs> yeah, anyways, come was, on, everybody has a favorite pizza. I was trying to think, like, it's. I never actually. I never venture outside of Apple Creek. Well, see, so just be uh, a homer, isn't I'll, there? Like, also, I'll tell uh, Holmesville, Holmesville Pizza in downtown Holmesville, Ohio. Is that is that also known as Whitmer's? No, it is uh, Main Street Pizza and Subs. There you go. Check it out. Yes, that's what nice. I grew up in Holmesville. That was our place. And don't ever – well, personally, don't get extra cheese unless you really love cheese. <laughs> All right, there's another place. Um, if you're ever in Green, Ohio, uh, there's a place called DeLuca's. And they have this. Uh, they have um, uh, a pizza, and they drizzle honey on it. It is insane. It is so it's so delicious. You have to try that as well. Those are my two places. Okay, and then we'll get to the last question. Uh, share a story or a memory of uh, one of your grandmothers. Mason, you can go first, since you got that blank stare in your face. Yeah, blank stare. All right. Actually, I, you know, when you when you texted me, I I had something right off the bat. So, God rest her soul. No, it's, it's my uh, my grandma Rod. Uh, uh, I went up to there here recently. I go up and leaf blow my granddad's uh, leaves. He two big oaks in the back tree, just yard full of leaves, right? And this reminded me of that one. One year, you know, we we were, we go up there, we rake them all, we we throw them on a tarp, right, and we take them to the edge of the road. Uh, this one year, it was just every year, it's the leaves are just immaculate. It's just uh, mounds, you know. So you can imagine temptation of uh, jumping in leaf pile. Well, I was a little kid, right, and when we got done. Uh, there was a there was a point in time Grandma and Granddad went back in, inside and the brothers were started wrestling in the finished leaf pile and needless to say Grandma came out and uh, it was uh, it was a good Mason Dean what are you doing here take the rake back fin finish it you know so it that was pretty it was pretty good she got me good so you know as far as that she got us both good me and my brother so it was. It was always a Mason Dean kind of thing. I'm 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 the Dean, Mason Dean. Mason Dean. I'm gonna remember that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
So that's I know is mm-hmm. I, I, you give me next time I'll come up with a better one. You hit me with you hit me on the spot with that one, Andy. Yeah, so my uh, my grandma story also rest her soul. Um, she she passed when I was a senior in high school, so this must have been uh, before I was old enough to drive, but old enough to giggle and uh, and laugh at my grandma. She was riding with her, and we were driving down 30 through Worcester uh, westbound, and uh, we we're just getting past. Uh, the Madison uh, Avenue exit where Bob Evans is there. And I kind of had my head down and wasn't paying attention. And uh, then out of the corner of my eye, my, my grandmother was driving. I was in the passenger front seat and we're in the passing lane. And I see my grandma going, you know, hold, holding up <laughs> like, like she was telling the car next to us, like they were number one. And I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, grandma what are what are you doing right and she's like well they passed me and flipped me off so i had to pass them and flip them off too and so i had to bring my grandma up to speed with how to properly execute a middle finger right so uh, she didn't she didn't know she didn't realize that it wasn't this one that you're supposed to throw out there and so uh, we got a good good. laugh out of that one that's funny. That's good. That's good. All right. Uh, you, you guys have anything else you want to talk about? We good? I think we're good, right? Unless you guys have something. Well, I'm good. All right. Hey, thanks for coming on. Thanks a bunch. Hey, it was a pleasure. Thanks yeah, for having me. It was fun. Yep. Thanks for hey, – yeah, I'll – Glad I was able to show up today. Let, let's hook back <laughs> up week 14 or something like that. All right. That sounds good. Reconvene. I'm, I'm, I'm in. Let's reconvene in a few weeks or whatever. Okay. Maybe right, Mike's going to learn how to use Zoom by then. Hey, I'm, right I'm, an expert. <laughs> I'm, I'm an expert now, man. I, monkey see, monkey do. <laughs> All right. Peace so, hey, out. Peace. Have a good night, yep.